Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 305 DGS. So we talked to our friends at uh, Lore Distributing and because people have been asking us online about where to get the Portlandia Big Believer, Bigfoot Wine, and the Ghost Tequila. And you can get both of them at Schnooks. Or uh, Wine and Cheese Place, both of which are great, and uh, I'm in both places a lot, so. Uh, I got devil eyes. Oh, no. What? Where you rub your eyes, and it feels so good Mm -hmm. until it starts to hurt, and then you go blind. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah, you you can tell, too. Uh, Did I just rub my eyes? Yeah. And I have to sneeze. Uh Uh-oh. Don't do it. Good radio. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Steward Kevin. All right, Let, let's at least start with this because we haven't had a chance to talk about it today and we're going to be busy later on. Uh, Rach, do you see audio on there for me that says anything about baseball? Oh, wait, hang on. I got Not it. Yet. Oh, oh, Andrew's going to put it in there. So, um, <clears throat> obviously, for me, a lot of the most memorable events that I attended were sporting events, yeah. right? I mean, just been my job for, uh, I don't know, since 1995, whatever that means, uh, coming up on 28 years. I've been at a lot. The only thing I haven't attended in person is a Super Bowl. I've seen all the other things. College football, college basketball, World Series, Stanley Cup finals, NBA finals. I've seen a lot, covered a lot, done it both as a fan and as a media guy. And today is the 12th anniversary of the greatest sporting event I've ever witnessed. And I think Cardinal fans are going to be pretty familiar with it. Freeze. Swing it along one in the right. Get up, baby. Get up. delivery on its way. Swing and a high drive to center field. Get up, baby. Get up, baby. Get up. Oh, yeah. David Freeze has just sent us into game number seven. This series is tied. Freeze, Freeze with a walk-off home run here in the bottom of the 11th inning. The Cardinals win at 10 to 9. Unbelievable. So we always remember the David Freeze, you know, the, the big hits, right? The triple that tied it in the ninth the walk-off home run in the 11th, but there was so much more. Like, that home run tied it at 7-7. The final score is 10-9. to mm. So there was a constant back and forth, and it was funny because um, Ben Boyd and I, I think it was the two of us, We were our studio there, the X studio, is underneath the green seats. Mm-hmm. So if you just walk out your studio door and up an aisleway, you're right there in the green seats watching the game, which is where we were watching the game oh from. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's cool. And when you're underneath, though, we, we watched... 
the big cart full of champagne being wheeled toward the Rangers clubhouse. Oh, wow. And Rangers family members like high-fiving and they're walking over to the family area and they're excited. It was the ninth inning. I mean, this was going into the bottom of the ninth Mm -hmm. inning. The Cardinals are down two going into the bottom of the ninth inning. And before Freeze hit the triple, they were down to their last strike. I mean, the Rangers were one strike away from winning that World Series. So all of that had gotten wheeled over to their clubhouse. And then Freeze hits that triple off the right field wall. They tie the game and all the stuff comes (laughs) coming all the way back (laughs) through the stadium and back to the middle because it was tied. And it's it's easy to get lost in those two big highlights. But right after that happened, where Freeze tied it in the ninth, in the tenth inning, uh, Josh Hamilton hit a two-run homer and put the put the Rangers up by two again. So this was kind of a crazy back and forth. And what we forget about is the Cardinals' tenth inning, where not only did Daniel Descalso and John Jay start with hits to get your rally going, but Kyle Loesch had to pinch hit. So he had a pitcher had to come up and pinch hit because they were out of other guys, mm-hmm. and he gets the bunt down. Mm-hmm. That leads to a ground ball scoring a run. That eventually leads to Lance Berkman getting one of the biggest hits of that whole World Series run to tie the game in the bottom of the 10th inning. And then, obviously, uh, Jake Westbrook pitched the top of the 11th inning and held them scoreless, the Rangers. And, of course, Freeze was the first batter in the bottom of the 11th. That game from beginning to end with all of the lead changes, the back and forth, the drama, easily the best sporting event I've ever seen. Hmm. And that has nothing to do with the Cardinals. I didn't grow up a Cardinals fan, anything like that. You just don't see that. And people who were there covering it, national baseball writers, reporters will say it's the best World Series game of all time. So cool. Like that is how, yes, it's meaningful to to St. Louis and to Cardinals fans because that helped the Cardinals win the World Series in game seven. But can you just go to YouTube and watch that? Oh, the, the whole sequence? Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously we have the highlights here that for with Mike Shannon on the call, which is better, but Joe Buck did a really great job with it mm-hmm. as well. Um, you can, you can watch that on my phone too. I think I showed you guys that video, didn't I? I think so. I, uh, <clears throat> so Nick's a big baseball fan and we talk and he knows a lot more than I do at this point. And, uh, we were watching the playoffs from our respective homes and I texted him and I said, it's worth the money that ownership has to spend to be in the playoffs, which of course, if there was a magic number, everyone would spend that. I understand it's not just writing right, a check, right. but you feel me. Yeah. The playoffs are so cool yeah, and just so different than the regular season. Like whatever. You, so, okay. As I understand it, the Cardinals are going to save about, about 60 million from contracts, going contracts away. expiring and all that, but then they'll have some that go up in arbitration okay. and things like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I mean, it looks like they should have just just if you're saying the payroll's not going to change from what it was in 2023, you're probably looking at 50, 60 million that you'll have to spend. Um, but they they probably need to raise the payroll. Yeah, because there's a lot of work to do on the pitching staff, and you're just not. I mean, like a top start, they they need a number one starter. Yeah, those are 30 million dollar a year guys in free agency. Unless you can trade for one that's cheaper, and there are some options out there, but those that's going to cost you players that you're probably going to end up having to replace, and perhaps by signing people for big contracts. But anyway, however you play it, the players that they need, when you need two top-of-the-rotation starters and another starter and bullpen help, it's hard to do for $50 or $60 million for all of that, unless you're going to trade players you don't want to trade. Gotcha. Uh, John has a uh, bone to pick with Kevin. Hello, John. Go ahead. 
Hello, thank you, Dave. And uh, Kevin, I want to first give you an advance apology because I was on hold and also, or it's not on hold, I was talking with Andrew while you were doing your monologue, and you may have addressed this in your monologue, I don't know. But what I wanted to say is even bigger than just what you just played. You reminded me when you recounted the 2011 World Series Game 6, that you played the David Freeze tying the game triple, and then the David Freeze home run. Mm -hmm. All of the local media, I really have been tired of this. I was at that game too, by the way. All the local media, when they recount that game, that's what they play. And everyone has forgotten what Lance Berkman did. I didn't forget. I mentioned it. Well, see, I didn't hear your monologue. Yep. But, you didn't pl- but you didn't play the replay, Kevin. You didn't well, play the replay. In fairness, the highlights are just not as good. What did he do? <laughs> I mean, it's a good highlight. He had, a, he had, a, was, he had an was, RBI he had single. Two, with two, yeah, two strike, two out RBI single to tie the game in the bottom of the 10th. I miss Lance Berkman yeah. on so many levels. Yep. What a great guy. So exciting. Yes. Yep, they don't win the World Series without him. Hundred percent correct. But it it is not, and part of part of the freeze thing too is obviously hometown kid. Yeah. Uh, so that was a big story. He also was the hero of that postseason in general. Yeah. You know, in fact, right now he still owns, I believe, the record for the most runs batted in in a playoff. I really, in a single year's playoffs, really, and that might be broken in the World Series. I really liked that conversation we had a couple months ago where Amy brought up. Uh, and I can't remember whether she was pro or con, that David Freeze getting a red jacket based on a lot based on that series and him saying no for several reasons, some of them personal for him. But Mm -hmm. I think that's such an interesting conversation. It is. And I I think that one thing that's important, most important in that is what the player thinks about it. You know, we shouldn't be, nobody should be mad. Nobody should be judging. Nobody should be saying that's terrible. Uh, it's, it was his career. And if he doesn't think that he's, whether it's, he doesn't think it's worthy or it takes him back to a place in his mind, he doesn't want to go back to whatever it is, whatever it is. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. And with all things related to any hall of fame, it's not the hall of statistics, right? It's about your impact on the history of the franchise or in the, the big one in Cooperstown, your impact on the history of Major League Baseball. You know what? I would think about it, and this is just another way of saying what you're saying, but on opening day, when X player Hall of Fame gets out in the red jacket, the feeling you get in your chest and the thunderous applause you give, why are you doing that? I would have to believe that if David Freeze did have a red jacket and he was there on opening day, he would get as big uh, applause as anyone else because of the emotion tied to him. Yeah, I mean, those moments are hard to forget. And look, careers are not just the biggest moments, right? Careers are about consistency and longevity and, you know, all of those important things. And it's not to say that, you know, let's say, for example, if David Freeze were to be selected for the Cardinals Hall of Fame, it doesn't mean that his performance was equal to that of Albert Pujols or anybody else who had better statistics. It's just about remembering people that were important to the franchise. Yeah. And I know that that's not how it always is, but I mean, there's a reason it's called the hall of fame mm-hmm. and not the hall of the best numbers or the hall of statistics or achievements or whatever, uh, whether it's a team again, whether it's the team or the big one, I mean, I would argue that Kurt flood should be in the major league baseball hall of fame. Not just, yeah, he was a good player, but not, but not just for that. He changed the sport forever. How so? He brought in free agency. He was a big part of of free agency being brought in, the reserve clause being killed, so that players could actually choose their own path at some point. 
before all, and he wasn't alone. There were other lawsuits. There were other cases that were tied to the Andy Messersmith case was, was tied to that. But those guys were really important in how the game wound up being played and managed and run. Do you know who- player freedom <clears throat> comes down to those guys, their, their ability to, to, get those $300 million contracts and to be able to yeah. change teams comes down to the work done by those guys. Do you know who, uh, I apologize, we've been having so much fun on the show today, I blew my voice out laughing, seriously. Uh, do you know who the first African-American player for the Cardinals organization was? Off the top of my head, I don't know. Or I, don't, I shouldn't say I don't know. I don't we, remember. We should know that. Yeah. You know, that should be like something that Cards fans have like at the tip of their brain. It should be, yeah. All right, according to uh, Cardinals history, uh, Thomas Alston. Hmm. Never heard the name. Yeah. Yeah. We should play the 1950s. And I, I think part of the problem in that case is it just wasn't, it wasn't a player that had long standing career. Big so impact. that first, yeah. yeah, a lot of times people were remember the first one that had how, a lot of impact. How quickly after Jackie Robinson did, did uh, other teams bring was, on African-American yeah. players? I mean, it, it was pretty, it wasn't, it wasn't like overnight, but it was pretty quick. Um, and then there were there were some teams that were stragglers. There were some teams that took a long time mm. before they started to integrate. So um, I do, I do think that if you know that Jackie Robinson's um, not just performance but his personality, the way he handled adversity, the way he handled difficulty. I mean, look, the way he handled threats yeah. was what opened everybody's minds to saying, "All right, we can do this." Like it, it's right. And it's good, and not to mention the fact that it's better for a sport in general, right, to have more ability, more talent, more quality, regardless of what they look like, what language they speak, or where they come from. 323 DGS. Well, Rach, you've been saucy today with your (laughs) kids, spankings and such. Oh, my gosh. Most attractive cartoon character, you ask? Well, we haven't talked about this in, like, several years. I'm just wondering who you guys think the most attractive cartoon character is. Whether or not that's an appropriate question, it's not for me to judge. (laughs) I'm just reliving the Wayne's World scene in my head. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, are we are we talking like classic cartoons? Are we talking about any anyone animated? A- anything you want it to be, Dave. I mean, everyone knows it's Hong Kong. They went the birds. I saw. Um, I saw the I saw the shadow of the birds move across your face. Oh, it's that's poetic. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like a that's like a journey lyric. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can say because most of them are kids. Oh my gosh! I'll go first. Kristoff from Frozen. He's. Super a teenager. Hot. No, he's not. Yeah. He's an adult. He's an adult. You're Andrew, sick. give me a young adult. You're sick. You're he's, gross. He's not like in his forties. He's but definitely he's like, like twenty five. He's in his like early twenties. I would say. Yeah, he's a hottie. Okay, I vote for Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> he's twenty one. <laughs> According to this, he's twenty one in the right. first movie. Well, so he's quite manly. He's how old, how old, old is HKP? Enough. What? How old is HKP? Hong, Hong Kong, Kong Fooey. He's obsessed oh, with Hong Kong Fooey. You know who did the uh, voice for Hong Kong? Uh, I don't know if I Scat do. Scatman Crothers. Really? That's right. Hmm. Man of many From The Shining. That's right. So I guess no one's going to play my game, huh? Kevin that's fine. Hoodie, but, oh, no, yeah, that's right. right. Kevin, for that. Kevin can't name a cartoon character. Yeah, oh, no, like no, 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 no. That's not true at all. Not true at all. I don't like to watch cartoons now. And yet, and yet I watched them my whole life. Them. Bugs Bunny and Scooby-Doo. Kevin's so like, I'm think, too mature for cartoons. No, so you think Scooby-Doo no. is that hot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, I thought both the ladies on Scooby-Doo were pretty good. Oh, yeah. I'd probably oh, have yeah. to go Daphne, just from like from when I was a kid. 
Kind of like that's kind of like the Gilligan's Island one, right? I probably have to not go with the nerd. <laughs> no, it's the I'll hair. go with the blonde. Daphne's a redhead. Daphne's a redhead, you oh, dummy. Right. Oh yeah, Gil- Gilligan's Maybe. Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had that little ascot. Easy. Glad you finished that word. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking. I don't know what. It's not to, us. It's you. I know. I had too much caffeine today, and it, it's all just yeah. We. It's just bad. The whole audience knows. <laughs> my mom and my dad are listening. They both it, texted it's me. It's going across four states. Uh, People in Taylorville, Illinois, are taking their kids hey, down hey, in the car. Listen to the Rachel Zimmerman show tonight at 9 p.m. Yeah. More of this nonsense. Any uh, Ascot talk? Nope, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going through puberty when I would get physically angry at Gilligan when Ginger <laughs> would try to kiss him. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, no. I'm like, you piece yeah. of crap. You you kiss her and you kiss her hard. <laughs> you, he, fu- he fumbled the baddie. He fumbled the baddie for sure. <laughs> and and, it, and it, it happened like every other episode. There'd be some reason, like the music would start, and then she'd come slinking over, and I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Finally. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you were more concerned with that than getting them off the island. Oh, well, I, I had figured that out pretty quick. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. Was Mary Ann dating the professor? Am I remembering that correctly? Okay, Rich, I'm going to have to uh, uh, ask what? you to stop. <laughs> what? Dating. No one was dating. Yeah, that's not what they called it. <laughs> Rachel's like, I'm were right they... in the middle of writing some uh, stories. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, were they dating? I mean, Professor was clearly the choice, but yeah. No, Marianne was like the goody two shoes. Okay, I seem to remember them having a thing, but maybe I just <laughs> just wanted friends. them to. I don't know. They were all just good friends. <laughs> Anyway, sorry about yeah, this segment. No, yeah, no, it's uh, that was a uh, pretty fun- phenomenal. So good, <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> Here's a little fun fact for you. Okay, uh, your nose is always in your line of sight. Your eyes see your nose every second that you're awake, but your brain ignores it. Mm, I can. My brain doesn't. If really I close one it. eye, I can see you it. You can see your nose. Yeah. Aw. What's yeah. up with that? Well, you know, you've seen it, dude. Yeah, I've seen your nose. It's a very cute <laughs> Like, nose. if I close one eye, I can see it, but then if I leave them both open, I can't. Hers or yours? No, mine. <laughs> okay. It's just going out of town and everyone's just taking their shots, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's catching strays, day. Kicking her ascot. <laughs> 333 DG Ask on KMOX. Happy Friday. Uh, Going to talk to Dave Murray here in a second. Going to be big changes in the weather happening right now, uh, probably. Uh, remind you that uh, Halloween continues. Today at 420, we'll be presenting you one of my stories from the Exorcist House and uh, one of the listener stories brought to you by Lord Distributing and Portlandia Big Believer Cab, which you can buy at Schnooks or Wine and Cheese. Just look for Bigfoot on the label. Uh, Dave, we got some weather now, right? We do. Uh, first of all, though, uh, Rachel, you have a great trip. You know, you'll be gone for a little bit. Oh, thanks, Dave. I'll actually, Just... I'll be here on Monday. Oh, you're here on Monday. Yes. Well, have a great trip anyway. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it takes it all back. <laughs> no, no. I'll say it again on Monday. We do have a severe thunderstorm warning up to our north. 
it's gotten shaved away a little bit. It has come through Batchtown, just to give you a, a location. It's approaching Rosedale right now. If you live around the Rosedale area, you, know, you can expect a pretty good storm here in the next 15 minutes or so. It's also pushing towards Otterville, and it may just touch Grafton. I think most of it is going to be to the north of Grafton. It's moving very, very fast. Heavy downpours of rain, strong gusty winds. That's the cold front. Cold front is basically running from about Whitehall down through Carrollton. Uh, it's just about approaching O'Fallon down through Washington. And there's about a 20 degree drop in mm. temperature with that front. So will St. Louis see some strong to severe storms? Certainly the possibility of a couple. It's not a widespread event with damaging winds being the big deal. And a storm in any location is not going to last long. It will blow through probably in the matter of about 10 minutes. And the prime time is from now until about five o'clock tonight. And then that front comes through and that's when we'll feel the dropping temperatures. I have seen a temperature of 85 degrees today. Uh, that ties the record from 1950 on this date. So that's that's something going for us. We got that going for us. There's another record that I really have my eyes on, which I'll get to in a second. The weekend, this front that comes through tonight, this evening really, it's going to hang up about 100 miles to our south, stall out, and then along that front will be these little waves of low pressure, and that's going to keep the weekend cold and wet. Periods of rain on Saturday, 55 degrees, Saturday night showers and 45, Sunday clouds, periods of rain, little change in temperature on Sunday. We will hold in the 40s, basically mid to upper 40s all day long. Sunday night, clouds and showers. Are you ready for this? I'm going to add a sloppy wet snowflake in Sunday night. Wow. That, that would be late night. And there's a question whether any moisture will be left because we'll get down to about 32 degrees Sunday night. Then Monday, sunny, cold and dry, 45 Monday night, clear skies, 26. I'm going 26 for the low. 26 is the record from 1878. I want to see that broken. Yeah, I want to let's see that break it. Screw those down. guys. That's right. <laughs> On Tuesday, Halloween, sunny skies, 45 for the high. All is dry. Trick-or-treat time, probably about 38, 39 degrees. Going back down to 26 degrees late Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. 26 is the record also Tuesday night from 1954. And then Wednesday, sunny and 45. This is not the end of mild weather. We should get back to normal to maybe even a little bit above normal come Thursday and Friday of next week. A lot going on. Sure mm -hmm. is. Uh, that uh, changes my plans for Halloween. I always put candy out because I don't like, uh, what do you call them? people um, <laughs> interacting so with people i was gonna put a big bowl of candy and then a big bowl of uh what's the drink i bring you that you like capri, capri sun but no one's gonna want that 38 degrees they're not gonna little hands off. i mean still, there's still still work to be we'll done put, you know we'll put it in their halloween bag okay well. drink it later did you ever get cold when you were a kid doing trick-or-treating i don't remember i remember just like running around being like this is great yeah i don't have a memory of it yeah Dave, what was it? we did this earlier in the show. What was your best and worst Halloween costume as a kid? You know, I, I think my brother and I, older brother, Don, by the way, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we always dressed up like a parody of my dad, businessman, you know, the hat. <laughs> The, the long coat and a briefcase. That was the oh biggest thing we always gosh. did. That's adorable. <laughs> so cool. Please tell me you have pictures of this. No, I don't. Oh, I mean, they, they, they might be somewhere, but 
but I don't. You know, my my mom was before she well before she passed away. Once we moved out of the house to go to college and then on to to real life, it uh, she basically took the dumpster and said everything's going away. Wow. I know I've told you this before, but every time Dave mentions his brother Don, I picture Snoopy's cousin that had a Spike. mustache. Spike. Spike. And was just Dave desert. with a mustache? We, yeah, in the desert, right? Yeah. I thought I made that part up. No, he I lived thought in the desert. I conflated him with Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, he was a cowboy, right? He wasn't a cowboy. He was like a he was just like a like a drifter. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. Okay. Like right. a desert vagrant. What a strange decision for Charles Schultz to make. That's such a weird show. <laughs> no. Just if you think about it for too long, it's like, what was going on there? Yeah. You know what? I was doing uh, TikTok the other night, and it was fun facts you don't know about the Great Pumpkin. I'm like, oh, I'll bite. And uh, <laughs> I've always noticed that during the World War One ace part where Snoopy's going through mm-hmm. and the sky looks mm-hmm. like it's bruised on and his, purple. On his sup with camel. Yeah, it's based, yep. the sky is based on paintings by a very famous French painter, which I don't know. I've got it on my phone. I screenshotted it, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, the little girl that played, is it Sally? Yeah. Uh, she was losing a tooth, uh-huh. and that's why she had that cute lisp. Aww. And when she says restitution, when the great pumpkin doesn't show up, she had to say it in three syllables. They had to edit it together. That's so cute. Huh. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You look like you're mad. No. Okay. I just I, I would other, never watch that because I don't watch it. Other than no, other than Snoopy, I hated that show. I hated all of those oh, shows. Stop it. All of your bands. You're banned. Other than Snoopy. The The Snoopy parts were great. I love Snoopy. Get him out of here. So you were like this when you were a kid, too? Yes. (laughs) I'm like, why are they just standing around talking? (laughs) You didn't like. You didn't like when they played football? I hated that because I hated how Lucy pulled the football. I wanted yeah. to kick the stupid thing. It's a like, prank. You didn't like Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> you. Oh, Thanksgiving on. meal with the buttered toast, the jelly beans, the yeah. popcorn. I did not. But like, Snoopy like, was there. Yeah, Snoopy was the great. Christmas, I love Snoopy. The Christmas special? Come on. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> when they'd all dance? Yeah, they'd be like. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, the other part is I liked how... Uh, Who's that kid that did the head thing when he was dancing? Yeah. Pigpen? Pig, was it Pigpen? Or Pigpen. Was, uh, was it Pigpen that oh, did no. that? Oh, no. Well, no. Linus put, did a head thing. Oh, was he like this? They all had yeah. their thing. Yeah, there was one kid that I thought was funny. Man, you were tough. You are tough. I know. I, tough I mean, I was... Look, look. Let's be honest. I, even as a kid, I was a bit of a meathead. I was more like the Tom and Jerry. Hey, let's watch them beat each other up. Right. That's funny. Uh, the other question we had, Dave, was who's the most attractive cartoon character? <laughs> Not necessarily wow. just from Peanuts. But like if well, you were a cartoon. <laughs> Rachel Zimmerman. <laughs> I know. As soon as there's I not a, There's not a single 10-year-old on Peanuts. What's wrong with you? Get your ass to I Japan think, and you straighten yourself out. I think Jane, okay, Jane, Jane from the Jetsons. Oh, oh, good call. Nice. Nicely done. Mm. That's how you do it, Rage. <laughs> Rachel's right. like, which is the ses- sexiest of the little rascals? <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> That's Spanky. Ooh, wah. Wow. Happy dude, right. BL. <laughs> Let's uh, do some headlines, All shall right. we? <laughs> Keep them clean. Quickly. Brought to you by Chinooks. Get personalized savings delivered to you in an instant with the Chinooks Rewards app.
All right, President Biden, his approval rating has dropped to its lowest point. It sank to 37 percent in the month of October, matching the lowest it's ever been. The biggest reason is there has been an 11 percent drop in support from Democrats from 86 to 75 percent. Yeah, I was reading about this. I mean, you don't need to be an expert in statistics to figure this one out, but there's a split uh, in the Democrat Party, just like there's a split in the Republican Party, but the split now is the younger, more progressive people uh, are pro-Palestine and anti-Israel, and they are furious at Joe Biden for being so pro-Israel. How much do you guys know about this uh, Representative Dean Phillips? I know uh, more than most people because a few months ago I started noticing him on the Sunday shows, and he was uh, making a argument that as much as he loves Joe Biden, and he's always been very careful about that, that someone needs to run against him because he's just too old and no one's going to say it, but I'm willing to say it. And I remember distinctly, uh, I think it was Chuck Todd saying, uh, come on, Dean, you're going to run. And he's like, oh, no, no, just whoever's the best qualified. But clearly that's what it was in his head. But I've seen him a number of times. We're trying to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's uh, just a kind of a common sense, moderate Democrat. And he, and he loves Joe Biden. He just thinks that that uh, the reality is that Joe's too old and he won't win. Well, the re- yeah, the reality is Joe is too old. I mean, I just... Do you guys find it... Oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, you didn't. You're fine. Uh, do you find it at all interesting? I'm just looking at this now from Gallup, that at the same point in each presidency, Obama, Trump, Biden, all basically at the same place in the percentages. Mm, yeah, People get that is interesting. You. At that same, yeah, at the same point in your, so they called it the 11th quarter hmm. um, average. They're all right there between, I mean, I know Biden's is down right now to 37, but it's been around 40 and Trump was 40 and Obama was 41. Before that, at the same stage, Bush was 56%, mm-hmm. but that was still just after 9-11, like not long yeah. after a couple of years after that. Um, Clinton was 46. George H.W. was 69% approval rating wow. at the same stage. Reagan was 44. Jimmy Carter is 31. Like, most people are not very popular at this point. Yeah. Another Republican presidential hopeful is dropping out of the race. Larry Elder has ended his presidential campaign and has endorsed Donald Trump. Who cares and who cares? Yeah, I forgot that he was running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one ever knew. Did you guys see that George W. Bush will throw out the first pitch for World Series Game 1? Yeah. Used to be the owner of the Rangers. Oh, it, I know a lot of people right. know that. Yeah. 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 Yep, yeah. Big Rangers, big baseball guy. Game 1 begins hey. tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. I bet he throws a, I bet he throws a pretty good first pitch, too. But he does. I bet he does, too. Rudy Giuliani says no deal. He's rejecting speculation that he might be the next member of former President Donald Trump's inner circle to take a plea deal in the Georgia election interference case. He'll uh, take one. You think it's just yeah. a matter of time? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. He's just blustering right now. Yeah, he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him in the morning. More Americans were food insecure in 2022 when compared to 2021. This is according to a report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. More than 44.2 million Americans lived in households that struggled with hunger in 2022, an increase of 10.3 million over the previous year. Mm. Hard to believe. It is, especially when you think about what you know gets thrown out. Mm-hmm. Just like whether it's grocery stores, restaurants, you, people that, you know, you have stuff at home you don't use, whatever. It's it's really hard Oh, I've heard such horrible understand. things about, like, delis, like grocery store delis and restaurants and stuff like they just they, you know, they throw all that stuff away at the end of the day. And it's like, 
can you at least just like I don't know, put it on a pallet in the alley and or just donate it to just don't yeah you know have a have a system where you know some uh, some supplier of food can get that out to people. Well, I, I know a lot of places do. We'll be doing our Operation Food Search mm-hmm. uh, yeah. campaign as always, which will start around the middle of November. Uh, but I know Schnooks is a partner. Yep. Uh, I'm sure Deerberg's is too. Yep. Uh, it must be. It must be very difficult because otherwise every restaurant would do it. Yeah, the the, the rules and everything must make it prohibitively. I bet that's difficult. actually it. I bet that it might even depend on the, on municipalities liability. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. Good point. Really good point. One more story here. Your posture may affect your mental health. Um, According to Peter Strick, a leading neuroscientist at the University of Pittsburgh, good posture and core strength can actually help us feel less stressed. He says uh, there's a clear link between how we move, think, and feel. The muscles that control posture, our core muscles, have an impact on an organ that is involved in stress. All I know is that the older I get, uh, if I'm sitting for very long, when I get up, I walk just like the smart monkey on Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) you know the one that's the leader like i walk just like caesar i'm like the uh, as you're getting up you you've got this oh (laughs) oh yeah you got the dad groan yeah (laughs) i'm the snap crackle and pop commercials all right dave have a great weekend you too 352 dgs George Mayhew at the top of the hour, and then Halloween at 420. Wheels, you're mad at a January 6th defendant. Oh, my God. Did you see this guy? Not until you showed him to me. So he's convicted. Right? It's not an, he's not an alleged offender anymore. He's convicted. 19 months in prison is his sentence. And he asked the judge if he could start the sentence in January instead of November so he could spend the holidays with his family. Like, that takes, that takes some balls, doesn't it? To be like, yeah, I know I was convicted on this thing, and I know that it was all me. Like, nobody made me do this. But could you please let me spend Christmas with Mom and Dad? Does anyone know? Has anyone been acquitted? I can't remember. Oh, there have been, yeah. Have there been? Yeah. Okay. Is this the same guy that was in the building for like six seconds or something? (laughs) I don't remember the details on on what he actually was accused Mm -hmm. of doing. But like, you're, you're... Actions broke the law. You got the consequences. Should should somebody who steals a car get to spend the holidays with their family? Mm. Because, I don't know. It's just the nerve of people that are like, well, but I'm a working class person and I just did something stupid. Well, a lot of people that did something stupid don't get to go, well, but I want to spend Christmas with mom and dad and the kids. Like, you should have thought of that before you did the thing, whether the thing was this or driving drunk, or stealing a car, or whatever. Why would you get preferential treatment compared to anybody else convicted of a crime? So I'm assuming the judge said mm, no. no. Yeah. I don't understand. Did you see that the judge in the Donald Trump case going on right now ruled that Ivanka must testify? Oh. That's going to be wow. really interesting. That's crazy. Because, uh, yeah, she tried to, she fought it. I don't want to testify against my dad. Uh, she'll be under oath, obviously, and she strikes me as a pretty smart cookie. Yeah. Too smart to commit perjury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she may try to play the I don't recall game, but this could be interesting. Are are there any protections for children and parents like there are husband and wife? I don't know the answer to that. I yeah. don't think so. But I, I, I it's been too long. I don't remember. Yeah. That's fascinating. 
Or they'll bring Jared in. I can't stand Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared's singing like a canary. Oh, my God. The minute yeah. they put the screws to him, come on. Oh, yeah. We would have to pull his nails out and just take his nail polish off and he'd be like, I'll tell you anything you need to know. <laughs> Andrew's over here like the Joker. He's a squealer. I know the squealers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 